We are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for another Grown Man Conversations. The visual podcast. I was just doing that to see if everything was all right in my ear. Can you hear? So I make sure. Yeah. Okay, because I couldn't hear. You couldn't hear? Mm-mm, not in my, my, not in my headphones. Let me see. Mm-hmm. One, two, one, two. Put your headphones on there. Um, Let's see what you got. Check one, two, one, two. You got it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, I baby. Okay, I hear all myself. Right, I hear myself. All right. Right. <laughs> now we own it now, so let me... Yes. <laughs> we want to Welcome, beautiful people, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, saints and sinners, mains and sides. Mm. Yeah, we are all inclusive here. <laughs> this is a no judgment zone. We want everybody strapped in to pull up on Grown Man Conversations, the visual podcast. It means you can not only hear us, but you can see us. And we got a great show tonight, a lot of information for you, and I always say information is the new currency, especially if you are a small business owner. Um, You definitely want to put your ears on what we're talking about tonight. We are going behind the scenes Mm -hmm. on how these companies move, all right? How they bring in the new and they move out the old. And a lot of times, guess who the old is? You, when you might think you're the new, but not with these cats, the way they moving nowadays. And before I keep on talking, let me introduce myself formally. I'm one half of the co-hosting team of Grown Man Conversations. I go by the name of Tone X, AKA the man with the million dollar vocal cords. Give me some applause, please. Yes, 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 mm. give him that applause. Thank you. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, Patra. I would. Uh, I'm the other half of this co-hosting team. And I go by the name of Chocolate Deluxe, Y Square, and AKA Patrick. Why you got so many names? I don't know. Sound like a little stripper. I just felt though. like all names. of those. You might as well throw it over. <laughs> I felt like all of those. Must say this too. Ooh 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 ooh. Um, uh, Mississippi. I'm gonna be Mississippi. No, because I'm M I cricket letter I humpback humpback no, I. No, you're not because I'm not Caucasian. And no, I, and no, I don't no. Beat on you, I'm so talking about her dance. She danced better than Mississippi. Okay. Mm, she danced definitely. better than Mississippi. No, you mean she danced better than Mercedes. I mean, yeah, she danced better than no, Mercedes. Yes. You saw Mercedes kill that pole on the finale. She, she was not playing with Lil Murder mm-hmm. at she seven did. pounds of pressure. It was. Seven pounds of pressure. Mm-hmm. Mercedes was back. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. <laughs> you know um, As you can tell, we watch P-Valley. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Some scenes we have to fast forward. Oh, we look, we look with a tight eye when I close, when I open. Right. But the finale was off the hook, and of course, me and Y Square patiently waiting, patiently for season number three. And I know what you're saying. Tone there's more substance on television mm-hmm. that you could be watching and talking about mm-hmm. than that agenda-driven P ballot. But it's just entertainment. Mm-hmm. And that's where we keep it. We keep it entertainment, and you keep that in the forefront so you don't get pulled in, all right? And uh, Yolanda's girl is Mississippi. My right. girl is Roulette. <laughs> oh, My yeah, girl, yeah, Gail yeah. Bean. And Shout you, yeah, you her. know her personally. I do. I was in the workshop with her in Atlanta, and um, 
she does her thing from snowfall to now falling into P-Valley. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of Gail. So mm -hmm. she does her thing. It'd be dope to get Gail to come here. It would. the lap of Thursdays. But that's another show. Without further ado, yes. ladies and gentlemen, you see him sitting here patiently waiting. He is endorsed by Puma. Okay, for those of you who do not know. Not really. Um, <laughs> Air Max just hadn't sent a check yet. This is my guy right here. Um, let me give you a quick background on him and I. Um, you may remember on Instagram Instagram Live a minute ago, um, he popped up and I was telling you about this gentleman. And he would pop in from time to time. And I would be like, man, I know. I told you I was coming by your salon I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And then he'd pop back up and I'd be like, man, I know you're going to kill me, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And his salon uh, position to where me and Yolanda live, our building, he's less than five minutes. And that's a, a slow walk. Mm -hmm. So when I really found out where his spot was, because I would go by it all the time, but really not pay attention. I was like, oh, that's where his spot is. And I went in there one day, told him I was going to meet him on a Saturday. And he sitting there and me and him were supposed to be talking for about 15 20 minutes we talked for a hour and 45 minutes wow and that's when you know it's good right and come to find out he was on the same frequency as i was that's a whole different conversation exactly man conversation i'll tell y'all about it when i get back from costa rica but he was on the same frequency and then we really started talking and what i found out was how knowledgeable he was mm -hmm. of not just the profession and the business that he owns and operates mm -hmm. but how knowledgeable of the game the knowledge that he had of the game and mm -hmm. what he was telling me and I was sitting there with my mouth open because I was like I know that ain't what they're doing over here and he was like that is what they are doing over here and I said well we got to bring you on the podcast so you can spread this knowledge so ladies and gentlemen he goes by the name of Mr. Benny Watkins ladies and yes. gentlemen Give him a round of applause. Yes. Of course you do. Welcome yes. to the podcast. Welcome to the sir. podcast. Thank you for and this the is actually, you know, me. yes, we're glad you're here. This is Small Business Week or Month, right? Isn't that going on? Small Business Month. I didn't business look it month. Up, so I don't want to put. I do know there. that there's something like that going on. I saw well, we'll Good go Morning with, America. Right. Yeah, I saw Good Morning America spotlighting businesses, and I've been hearing. Um, that it's Small Business Month or either Small Business Week, one or the other. See, when so. I'm on the radio, I could tell you that. Because every day I would let you know what the national day was. Right. But I hadn't been there in a minute, right. in case you don't know. So I'm a little rusty. That's okay. In that department. We're going to make it Small Business well, we'll Month today. It's, it's Small Business Month. Starting yeah. and, um, the name of his salon, ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. is Bendala. Bendala. No, Bendala. Bendala. No, okay, okay. What, what is it? Bentala. Bentala. See, I told you, you're Yeah, you Bentala. You come out from Bentala. No. I told you it was Bentala. Like like, we in North Carolina. Like, like, right. Like Inshallah. <laughs> yes. Bentala. Right. Like Inshallah. And tell, what's the unique name? How did, how did you come up with the uniqueness of the name? Um, I wish I had something incredible <laughs> to say about it, but that's um, that's my wife. Uh, it's my name and my wife's name together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we that had is incredible. We had that a is. we had an email address mm -hmm. back when AOL was out. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And it was uh, Bentala 
AOL. Okay. And when I was trying to come up with a name for the salon, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't want like Benny. Right. Benny Salon or something like that. And uh, I think she was helping me try and figure it out. And somehow I ended up looking at her email address and I was like, that's it. Yes. And I yes. just went with Ben wow. Talon. Wow. That almost sound Muslim. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Queen Cookie? Queen Cookie, say hello, y'all. What's the topic? She is checking in from Ohio. The topic, Queen Cookie, we are talking about small business. We're talking about black-owned and operated businesses. And we're also talking about behind the scenes with the game. Right. When it comes mm -hmm. to investment groups, um, ushering in the new, and moving the uh, away the old. And a right. lot of the time, you the old. And we're going to tell you all about that. Now, if you hear me talking about his business position near where me and Y Square are building, that must mean he's in the South End, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. He is in the South End. And if you know, the South End is money. About to be the new end. And it's going okay. through major construction and changes what right did now. You just say? It's about to be the, the new, new end. end. Make sure you the new my or end. the end for some of us. Right. We're going to get into that too. The new end because if you haven't been to the South End as of lately, like my daddy used to say, you, you will be surprised as to what used to be there and what has now replaced it. I've mm -hmm. seen a lot of playing checkers. Where you jump over this one and jump over that one, and they say king me, and you look around. I never thought Pikes was mm -hmm. going anywhere. <laughs> right. That's why I used to go in and get my old school mm -hmm. drinks, my knee high drinks. Mm -hmm. I never thought they was going anywhere. Till the one day I looked up, and they had a sign on the door that said, "We are moving." And I said, "No, Jesus." Mm -hmm. I never thought Chicken Coop was going anywhere. <laughs> And then Chicken Coop got offered that money. But, you know, Pikes, it could have been the same situation with them, too. Well, no, you Pikes is a different situation. Um. Because, like, when we were talking and he was giving me the insight, that gentleman owned Chicken Coop building. Mm. When you own the building mm -hmm. versus leasing mm -hmm. the building. Whole different What I used game. to say on the radio. Yeah, if, if you, you don't, don't own it, it you, you can't, can't control it. Well, Chicken Coop ran it. And when I yeah. say he ran it, yeah. he ran it. And yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, okay, because ain't nothing they can do. If somebody was to offer you $30 million, you going to take it? Would you Would you still? Which, would which you, child do you want? Would you, would I'm you, not right. Would you still be serving chicken trying. or would you make an announcement to the staff? No more chicken. Yeah. You're urban. They lucky they I'm went not. to that Saturday because if it was me, right. chicken coop would have closed that day. Right. Well, they, they weren't just like... But it's not that they were buying Price's Chicken Coop. They were just buying the lot in the building. So you uh -huh. can take your $30 million mm -hmm. and you can move your business mm -hmm. to wherever you want to. Right. But obviously, Chicken Coop had a different type of money. He said, listen. We I'm have, out. He said, mm -hmm. we have done enough chicken. Mm -hmm. but I have seen enough chicken to last me the rest of my life. I, <laughs> I'm he said, good. we don't even eat chicken. Yeah, well, I'm good. Don't want no more chicken. I'm good. I used to make a joke about Chicken Coop. I used to be like, all them blacks in Chicken Coop. But they won't let them run the cash register. Right. I'll be like, oh, you can cook the chicken. You can <laughs> make the tater tots. You can batter it. You can batter it. You can do the sweet tea. But I better not catch you mm -hmm. on that register. That's not what you do. Yeah. And that's when I used to go by when I first saw Chicken Coop. I was like, oh, it's black on. Oh, it's black. No, it's not. And then, it, then it dawned on me when I went up in there one day. I yeah. said, oh, no. Yeah. 
oh no, it's, it's the image. So when you get money like that, yeah, you are. But it's like he said, they are buying up those lots. Mm -hmm. And he told me it's an investment group. So what I want to, well, first, what I want to know and let the people know, um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just kind of want to let the folks know a little bit more information. Okay. We're talking about the South End and we're talking about businesses and we're talking about what's happening and the different th things that, um, you know, these investment groups are doing. But the reason why we're speaking on it really is because you were a business owner in the South End, correct? I'm still a business owner. Still a business owner, owner yeah. South End. Yes. We got you. And... How, what what has that experience been like for you? Because what I do notice is there's not a lot of black-owned businesses in the South End. Right. And it just seems just from, and I have not, you know, gone out and done research on my due diligence, but it seems that it's hard for us to really get in the South End and be able to thrive and be able to, you know, soar like we see other businesses doing that maybe pop up that you never even heard of or didn't know they exist and they don't even have a home ground base here, but they come here and thrive. Right. What has your experience been like in the South End? Um, so I've been in the South End for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really been a pretty decent experience, um, but up until it's time to grow. And then things change. Mm -hmm. um, because it's so so for a salon owner like it's it's a hard industry to be in as far as keeping stylists mm. you know or getting the right stylist mm -hmm. in there because we're some emotional creatures mm -hmm. you know it's like an art form mm -hmm. so uh, to be in a place like the South End the opportunity for growth is incredible mm -hmm. but the Opportunity for the backing or the help is a little different, mm. you know. So I've learned as a business owner to be aggressive, mm -hmm. you know. So I don't take no well, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Now, I don't. As far as owning something, well, that's a different story, because it's not. And I don't. I won't just say it's the South End. I, I would say mm. just areas. Period. Right. Whether it's uh, North End, South End, South Park. Dilworth, wherever it is, mm -hmm. there's certain areas that it may be a little harder for, like, some black businesses to get in. Right. Um, and sometimes it's the bank. Sometimes it's the area, but sometimes it's us, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I thought that the way that I did my work to get to where I am, I thought I had everything in place to give me the opportunity to get whatever I needed. Mm -hmm. um, but what I found out is unless you've got a particular type of money. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not, I'm doing well. It's wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, and for me as a business owner at 51, um, I found out the hard way that my money wasn't the right money. But, you know. Yeah, but oh, so, so I hear you, but is there a little bit of systemic racism in that, do you think? Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. So, I mean, that's that's a... Because what's the right money? If you have, you know, if, if they're upping something and they're they're taking advantage of the numbers that they're giving you, you right. know what I mean? Right. What It's never going to be the right, right money, money, right? When it's I never was with be. Bill Bellamy Sunday night at the Comedy Zone, mm -hmm. Bill was talking and he said, I'm doing okay. Right. He said, I'm a millionaire. Right. He said, but my friends are billionaires mm -hmm. and they look at money and the way I look at money is different is totally different yeah mm -hmm. 
that's what he's yeah, there's about. a difference between looking yeah. at money and having money yeah you know so like so let's say business wise if you own a piece of property in a up-and-coming area that you have billionaire investments investors coming in and buying stuff then you've got to, even if you're a small business, and let's say you own a piece of this. you got leverage some kind of way. Well, you can have leverage, mm-hmm. but it depends on how big the property is. Mm-hmm. If you just own a piece of the property, then they can come in and, like like our building, they bought up our building. Mm-hmm. So there's, I think it's 12 units in the building. But what happens is there's fees and dues that come in there. So let's say for one, if you paint the building, like if... So they bought up majority of the building. So you have a vote or everybody has a vote, you know. So but if they own majority, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what I vote, mm-hmm. you know, as a business owner, as a property owner mm-hmm. or whatever. So then if they come in and they decide to paint the building <clears throat> and they can have somebody come in and paint that building, let's say, for 30000 50000 $200,000. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, we all have to split the costs. Oh, wow. You know, because that's a part of your dues. Mm-hmm. It's just like homeowners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of control that and however they want to. So they can paint that building. They can repave the parking lot. They can add a roof to it and stuff like that. And I have to pay dues if I own a part of that building. Mm-hmm. So those dues are 5000 Yeah, they 8, get 000, pricey. 12000 and eventually, unless you've got that kind of money... To just be given up. Yeah, you got to, like... It's it's not that, you know, you, you lose the battle. It's just this isn't your battle. Yeah. You know, so you have to take your money... And go somewhere and else. And your business and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But the way that they do it is not business-like. Mm-hmm. Because it hurts small business. Yeah. It hurts, like, my business. Like, it could have shut not only my business down, but it could have affected my family, mm-hmm. you know, in my home life mm-hmm. because I have st- a hairstylist. I have employees that work in there. Mm-hmm. And if you take those employees away from me because I got to tell them, if y'all work for me, mm-hmm. and I'm saying, all right, tell them, well, you know, give me a minute. I'm trying to figure it out. And you're like, but I got kids at the house. I can't. Take a minute. Mm-hmm. You got to let me know now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I got to go to them and say, okay, well, you know, I got a family. I got employees. I got a business to run. So I need to know what you guys are doing because now y'all have bought the entire building. Mm-hmm. So let me know if I'm going to be able to lease mm-hmm. my space from you guys. And you tell me, okay, well, we'll get back to you on it. And it takes three months, six months, or whatever for them to get back to me. And I know my lease is up, you know, like eight months from now. Then I got to go back to you guys and say, okay, well, give me another minute. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out what they're doing. And they're not even worried about me. Right. They're right. sending their, um, I don't know, other employees to talk to me. But when I ask them questions, they got to go back to get the answer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, then I don't need to be talking to you. <laughs> You're not the right You know, one. then I need for you to talk to my stylist. Mm-hmm. And y'all can play that game. Mm-hmm. I need to go talk to the mm-hmm. bread man. Mm-hmm. You right. know, and what happens is it disrupts your business. Mm-hmm. So my employees get nervous and they may want to leave because not because they don't want to work with me. They don't know they which direction find, it's going. Yeah, and yeah. I can't like at the last minute go, okay, I, I, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So we got to split, mm-hmm. you know, and in saying that my wife and I, we just bought a house um, two years ago mm-hmm. and 
you know, that we all have bills. Absolutely. You know, now it's not our first house, but we sold our other house. We moved over in Dilworth where I thought I might be able to buy something over Uh-oh, there. Uh-oh, did he say, <laughs> move, did he say he moved over in Dilworth? Yeah, I, dropped that. I dropped it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drop it like it's high. Yeah, some applause on that right there. Right. Right there. Yeah, but then when I learned I couldn't afford nothing over there, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that too. I had to load it up, load up the family, and <laughs> keep it moving. But you know, we we made a purchase, and now it's like we came from Fort Mill back into Charlotte, mm-hmm. and you know, expenses, costs, and stuff was different. Mm-hmm. So my plan was. To be able to support all these things. Now, I'm not overbuying. Mm-hmm. I'm just making sure that I can make an investment in property. Mm-hmm. So now there's a possibility that I could actually lose this because you're getting ready to mess up my business, mm-hmm. which you don't care. Right. You know, as an investment group from a different state, you know, that you come in and you buy up different, all this property. Different country. Different country. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then you leave these small business because. To fend for themselves. Yeah. But it's, but it's not just them. Like it's everything. It's councilmen. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the way the government or it's the way pl- it's politics is being set up so right it's, now, it's right? Game. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, listen, we trying to we trying to do this over here, and you can be a part of that if you do this, and we'll make sure we do this. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of cats is like, all right, I'm gonna help you do that, and then businesses like his business and other businesses like his, those are the ones that get hit over the head. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like I told him when he was telling me about these billion dollar investment groups, which mean you have the money. Yeah. See, it's hard. When I used to say on the radio, never feel sorry for a millionaire. But it's hard to tell a billionaire anything. Totally. Okay, Trump found that out. He tried to tell the NFL owners about something. They say, wait a minute. Now, one week they was with him. Yeah. Campaigning, sending them money and all that. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to tell us what to do with our teams and our business, we like, wait a minute. Right. Because first of all, you don't have as much money as none of us. Right. So I don't, look, watch your tone. Yeah. Okay. Watch yeah. your tone because your money ain't long enough. Yeah. So when they come in, they can buy whatever they want. Right. You can't outbid them. Right. You cannot outbid them. So they coming in there with the big joker. Off gate. Yeah, they coming in with a card that they created. Exactly. It's better than the big joker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when they come in and drop a number, they look at you and they say, All right, Yolanda, your lease is, is, is about up, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to extend it, mm-hmm. but your rent going to go up. Mm-hmm. And you be saying to yourself, All right, well, you know, we can do about three, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. And they say, No, it's going to go up two thousand. Mm hmm. And you like, I'm going to have to do heads all day long in this salon and to get this room right here. to do more than heads. And, and do it make, but, but, that, like but, turning but to me, that's the systemic like, racism. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I would say. And maybe this is just me being devil's advocate and me just, you know, being extra. But I feel like sometimes they may be giving the black businesses different deals and different contracts and different leases than they're giving the white businesses. And I know that there's a difference, you know, like you said, in the money and all of that. But if these investment groups are coming in and these billionaires are pushing out the small businesses, which wasn't it the middle class and the small businesses that really make up the thread of America? Isn't it us that really our dollars and what we're doing is really help generating, you know, the world to go round? 
And if that's the case and these billionaires are coming in here doing this, then there's an agenda, a bigger agenda, right? A well, bigger well, plan. Well, when you go down Camden Road, mm -hmm. you see the agenda. Absolutely. Like I was telling him, how does a business come in to an area and have a built-in clientele where you Already. don't have to worry about building up nothing? Every new business that opens up in the South End, mm -hmm. On the day that it's open. There's <laughs> a line around the corner, whether you knew it was there or I not. I watched, and a lot of them I don't even know about. Mm -hmm. I watched High Wire Brewery. And because I get the South End Charlotte notifications, these are the only ways that I know about the background and anything. Okay, so they're out of Asheville. Mm -hmm. And I know what they specialize in with Ben, all of that. But I'm saying to myself, you got Sycamore Brewery right here inside our building. Mm -hmm. They just opened up Tremont Brewery across the tracks. Right. You got another brewery over here on the back end. Now you bring in Highwire Brewery. I said somebody, somebody ain't gonna be able to make it. On that grand opening, on that night, I rode by there. Everyone was out. Mm -hmm. Every chair, every table full. Yeah. Beer and dogs is what you saw yeah. at the patio. <laughs> Beer and dogs. Beer and dogs. Yeah. And the patio was full. And I said, no. Right. Like, who know about this? George, Allen, what's up? Thanks for watching the show. So what we're actually talking about, the topic tonight is, we're talking about businesses and small businesses. This is Small Business Month, but we're also speaking, not only spotlighting um, a business owner here, um, in Charlotte and also in the South End. But we're also talking about what these big investment, investment groups, groups are coming in doing. They're not only buying up the homes, but they're now buying up the commercial properties, which is pushing these other businesses out who may have been there for years and years and have been thriving. And now because of this new, I guess, what, regentrification we want to call it or... Construction well, you or can something see that, coming in. Baby, when you go down Betis Ford. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what you do is you go down Betis Ford, right? But then all you do is take one side street. That's all you need to do. Mm -hmm. And take a side street and go a block. And you be looking at these houses and you be like, first of all, when did they get here? Mm -hmm. Second of all, ain't nobody that's on Betis Ford in these houses. Right. And then you start seeing white couples right. coming out with them dogs and you see Ben's trucks mm -hmm. and BMW and you like and you what you say to yourself is do they know how close to the hood they are that they are and they but do what, know but, oh they do know but what they also know is they're squeezing the hood out no no they got the no. cops that's the, the, the presence <laughs> over there would probably, yeah. I would yeah. always tell you yeah. when you see them building a cop headquarters or something yeah. like that yeah. that ain't to protect us no. That's for property. Mm -hmm. That means something getting ready to start getting built over mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What they know is when I put <clears> this <throat> house beside your house, mentally, mm -hmm. I'm forcing you out. Yeah. yeah. Because look at your house and look at mine. But the value of the property has just jumped exactly. through the roof. Taxes, this is taxes did too. This yeah. is four hundred seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars sitting beside. Yo, $95,000. But shouldn't your house, prop, your your value go up as well? The house doesn't. The property does. But the property, yeah. Does. The property, right. yeah, yeah. So yes. what do they do? They come and they say, We're going to give you. Hey, Miss Yolanda. Hey, listen. You know what? We'll give you uh, 200000 for your house and help you move. And 
them generations over there. We end up jumping off of that. No, uh, 200,000. And you ain't got nobody in your ear. So you're like, well, yeah, okay, you know what? We're going to do that. And you just got 200,000. <clears> and they move it down. They landscape it. And they put up another one of them structure houses, like the container houses, is what they almost look like. That modern deco is what all these houses are looking mm -hmm. at now. They put them up, pop, 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 pop. Mm -hmm. Now you go over there to buy it. You be like, oh, I got 200000 I didn't know y'all was going to do that. Right. I, I, I like to buy it. And he'd be like, okay, that's 750 <laughs> 750 yeah. now. You'd be yeah. like, man, get out of here. And you don't even qualify for it, so go on Right. Somewhere. Yeah. And that's, and that's the same thing that they're doing with the houses. It's like the same format with the business. Go in the South End and just look around. One day, go over there and park your car and just walk around. If you can find a parking space. If you can find Right, because what I tell you, <laughs> I tell Yolanda on the weekends, it looked like a damn college campus. It is a college yeah. campus. And not no HBCU. It don't look like yeah. a Central. It looked like Duke. Right, it Carolina. Like Carolina. <laughs> it looked like the University of Kansas. It looked like right. UCLA. Right. And I'd be like, well, damn. Right. But walk around and look at the businesses. And you'd be like, well, all these businesses are jumping. Right. It looked like friends. And absolutely, George Allen, he says. Also, the taxes <laughs> go up, then the people can't afford to pay it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, if you look at those houses like that in in uh, off, off of Beatty's Ford, they probably paid twenty thousand dollars or forty thousand dollars for that house thirty, 15, 30 what thirty years, 40 years ago. ago. Yeah. You know, so they they own a um, certain income, mm -hmm. fixed income, and a fixed income, and then the taxes go up, and the, those taxes. It's not like those taxes go up a couple hundred dollars; they no. go up a couple thousand dollars. You can't. Pay. And and you can like we can all say, okay, I can figure out how to do it, but not every. You can't figure out how to if you are already trying to figure out how to make your I don't know, $400 tax per year, you, then how are you going to make up the $2,400 that it just turned into? Right. You know? You can't. And you, you're retired or you're unemployed or something in that area where it's just set up just to, like, so that you can survive in that area. And that's that's another thing. That's um, the right, the systemic racism. <clears throat> yeah. It, well, that's it, on everything. I know. It I know. is, but, but it's, it's, but to me, I feel like if we don't talk about that part of it, they're going to keep going on with their blueprints, you know? And we have to at least speak up on it, whether we make effective change or not. Right. You got to be able to ring the bells and ring the alarm or get the attention or, or something of someone because there's someone, at you know, of what they're doing it. Like, I mean, you can't, you, you, can you should the, not be able to do you that. You got to move on it. Yeah, you like, have to. Like, yeah, you got like to speak on it is... You got to be brave enough to execute on it, right? You got to execute. You, you have to move. So that means business-wise. Like, so when I first moved into uh, South End, mm -hmm. it was it was a questionable area when I moved in there. Mm -hmm. And but you could see the growth the growth in, of it, yeah. you know. And you try and get businesses to get together, you know, like mm -hmm. hey. Tone. Let's sit down and talk a little bit. Let's chop it up about right. you know what we could do and what we could create, right. or can we put our monies together and be able to purchase this lot right here? Now it doesn't mean that we got to keep this lot forever, right? But I own something in here, mm -hmm. so you you gonna see me, you know. Now you can come and take over whatever you want to, but I don't have to sell it to you, right? You know, and that doesn't mean that you can run up the game on me either if I got help, mm -hmm. because. While you're trying to make me pay fees of $10,000 every three months, you know, I know what this investment is. Right. And every time you run it up on me, I'm going to run my, my price, price up, up on you. up on you, yeah. You know, because this is a billion-dollar company, 
yeah opportunity and stuff so they got just like with my business they didn't have to like it's I didn't even have to pay rent there like they didn't need me to pay rent there mm-hmm. they didn't need me to pay what I was paying or the seven extra thousand dollars that they, they wanted, wanted me to pay to- you know so when you look at that type of stuff and you're like okay well then all you had to do for a small business like me because I'm not a threat mm-hmm. is just tell me you're not in the plans that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, I can figure it out. But they won't even do that. No. No. And that's that's the part that affects me the most because it not only happens to me. Now, I'm a hustler. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no problems with that part of it. The problem I have is the way that you go about conducting the business that mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not just, like, making me move. You could... You could actually destroy my You're business. Your whole livelihood. You could destroy and my you, family. Yes. You can destroy a lot of that just on the route that you took to do it. You know? So that's where the problem lies in because it's happening all the time. Which makes me feel that it is an intentional route that they're taking to do it. Yeah. Because they know they can't be blatant and say, no, we don't want your black business. No, we don't want your black dollar. No, we don't even care. So they push you out with raising the numbers up and whatever is in their clauses and contracts or whatever they do. And so to me, that's where, you know, you have to attack them or at least speak up on it and execute on yeah, it. Like well, they, they're locked to, and loaded with the law. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like us sitting in here and we got we know I, our lawyers yeah. and stuff. They they're locked and loaded. So that what and I say that they are the people around them are. Mm-hmm. So that they know the ins and outs, outs of, of everything of, and how to do it. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean it's clear. Right. But that's you know? but that's what we also have to know, right. too, right? Right. And to yes. me, that's the part of what you're saying is sometimes we go in these situations and we're not prepared. We're not ready. Right. But if, if they can do it, and where I'm speaking from, because by no means, I don't have no millions of dollars to have no business right. <laughs> paying eight twenty thousand dollars rent in South End. But what I'm saying is if we understand what is really taking place here right. and we know what they're trying to do to push businesses out then or, or minority businesses, black-owned businesses out, coming together, whether it's conversations or whether it's buying property, like you said, or speaking on that. And there's there's certain folks, and maybe that goes down to the political realm on who's at the table and who's voted in on certain things and city councilmen and who's a part of this and that in order to get to the table so that these laws can be changed or some of these things that are in there can be changed or if not what do we do my thing is i don't like it to sound like there's doomsday like there's no there's no end to it like we have to always suffer and to me the way i believe and just what i feel strong about i don't feel we always have to suffer there's got to be another way to do it no there's no there's no doomsday and before we go to break and um talk about our sponsors mm-hmm. there is no doomsday but here is the facts America is a capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. That means capitalism is king. That means everything has a price. Mm-hmm. When you function like that, they don't care who come into mm-hmm. the fold. Mm-hmm. It's the money. Like I always tell people, trace everything back to, back the, money. to the money. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a part of the game, you got to get in the game. Mm-hmm. This game is money. Mm-hmm. Of course, education is a must. Right. He knows intricacies that a lot of people don't, don't know, know. Right. That helps him to maneuver. Okay. He got in in another space mm-hmm. in the South End. 
for his business. And when we come back, I'm going to let him talk about how he got into that because he said something earlier that moved him in to this space because mm -hmm. he said he doesn't take no well. For, for an answer. And he was vocal. And sometimes you got to roll the dice mm -hmm. and be vocal and not be intimidated. Mm -hmm. And then it take one person yeah. to hear you, yeah. more importantly, to see you. And then they say, listen, whoop the whoop the whoop. And then you get in a good situation for yeah. your business. But in this country, money mm -hmm. is what's moving the meter. And when you come into the South End, all it is now is a money move. Everything is a money move. You look around, they're building more and more and more apartments, more and more structures, yeah. more and more businesses, and they catering it <clears throat> to a demo. To a it's the movers, yeah. shakers, young money makers, all right? It ain't it ain't an older community for you, all right? Mm -hmm. You better go to Waxhaw or somewhere, branch out for that, go over there to deal work. But this right here is for that young money, that aggressive money, and when you walk around, you see it. And when you look at all the business, when I, when I learned that Krispy Kreme was bringing their corporate headquarters over there, I said, why, they, why, why out of all the places, right. you coming over here on Hawkins Street and bringing your corporate headquarters, the only Krispy Kreme vending machine in the country. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> then you saw Insomnia Cookies. And we was like, we was like, if you got a donut place, do you need cookies too? Who would, this, this is what I was saying. <laughs> who would be dumb enough to put a cookie spot Next beside Krispy Kreme until they came and told me Krispy Kreme bought insomnia cookies? So it don't matter. So so it do matter because I that's mean, their company. That's, so, they're so, gonna get it from both so ends. Why, yeah, I saying. believe Insomnia was there yeah. first. That's yeah, they, they were there. That's why they sit there. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. we bought them out. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to move you next door. So now we're making money. You yeah. go around the corner, you got the QC poor spot on the corner. Yeah. Yolanda said she went there. They menu ain't nothing. And the food is terrible. To rave about. Okay. I don't know. But when they what? open up, when they open up the side panels, them people pack babies out the window. That's the what it is. The drinks. Down. It's only the drinks and the it's, french fries. But that's, 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 a, that, that's a credit card thing. Yeah. See, see, when you get to our age, it's not that we don't have the credit cards, but we don't we don't spend money we don't have or, or we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you have a 25 to, let's say, 35 year old that, you know, is out of school, that's in that knows debt. Corporate just, America. Yeah. But doesn't know how to take care of debt. Right. And that is not like a like it's almost like it's. Things are owed to me, so we'll right. figure that out. I, exactly. I ain't you worried know. about the debt yeah. right now. <laughs> so then they base everything off their credit cards mm -hmm. until that it hits out. one day. And then somebody's sitting around with a bottle of liquor and a gun. Wanting to jump out the top <clears throat> floor of the roof. But it's also the money thing. Mm -hmm. It is to divide us. Yes. Like, like the day that they see us in power, <laughs> then it is to take us and divide us. And then conquer us, mm -hmm. and it has always been like it's that. Always been but the like problem that. is, is that okay? So then, what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. It's like, what are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, I'm gonna be okay, and I'm gonna figure it out. But you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some things I need to do right. also to make sure that this doesn't happen. continue to happen. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, it's like trying to get people together. You know, there's a difference if 
uh, we work for a company, mm-hmm. and the company is setting our meetings up. Right. And not- we can't really discuss what we need to. So if I say to you, let's set up our own meeting, and we can sit down and talk. Right. And the company says, okay, well, I can help you out. No, we don't need you to do that. Right. Because you, you're not going to be our company for long. You know, but we, we get comfortable in that. We do. And we stay comfortable. Not all of us. But maybe one to jump out, but then he's the crazy one. Right. You know, he's going to lose it and we're not going to support him. What we're going to do is we're going to drive around his place and we're going to go to the big place. Mm-hmm. Because they got a better deal. Because they can order 500 pieces where I can only order 50. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can give you to buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I've always felt you can spend $500 in whatever store you want it's your money mm-hmm. right but damn you can't come by my spot and, do, and spend 50 right you know and like so, yeah and, and and it's it's always been a support thing that's another you know point. yep yeah it, it, but it has to be like it has to be and it's almost like i don't need to call you out mm-hmm. like i don't need to call you out because the thing that my father taught me is if you don't want me around if you don't want me around i don't need you around right you know, like I'm not going to be somewhere where I'm not wanted. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. so I can I can figure it out mm-hmm. for myself. But there's things to the state we live in, the city we live in, mm-hmm. the town we live in, mm-hmm. that there's supposed to be things in place. So things like this does not happen. Yes, right. Right. But they keep happening. So that's a problem. That's an issue. So you know what? You just moved into a uh, new business. You had to move. We got something that you might need or that you might be interested in. Watch this out. We'll be right back after this small commercial break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my ears red. I remember when I was, I was trying to figure out what is it with Jenny's ice cream? Because I, I had never heard of them. But I would look at the line and I was like, what, 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 what is it? And then me and my son went over there one time. And the ice cream is good. But then I found out, I said, well, damn, Tom, two scoops is black on. Right around the corner. Right yeah. down the street. Yeah. Now, I know Jim's, but why ain't, no lime, why ain't no lime coming out of there? Four people in two scoop and 80 people in line. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's. By the time they could have walked to two scoop, got them ice cream, ate it, came back, got in line. And still wait. Mm. And the ice now they may have the, their flavor they set up and how they set different. it up and all of that. Yeah, look but at look at us. We're about live. Two seconds, y'all. We got to go back. That's a handsome fella right there on that commercial. Um, yes, it is. Shouts out to Silver Shield Security, um, powering grown man conversations, the visual podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great company to be a part of a great company for you to represent by bringing them into your home. Now, you have a new business because you have moved to a new location. Right. And we have this peace of mind with Silver Shield Security. And if you have an apartment, because a lot of times an apartment is the last place that you think of having security because mm-hmm. it's not a home or a business mm-hmm. but an apartment is where you dwell is where your family lives and you want the same peace of mind as those that have a business or a home so silver shield security i would ask you to go 
and check them out. They are a black owned and operated business, minority owned. And when I say minority, I'm talking about a black woman mm -hmm. who owns this business, has stepped into the game in the same arena as the major yeah. security companies. And you know who they are. Her technology is up to par. Her customer service it's is impeccable. much better yeah. than those corporate companies. Trust and believe it's like family. And because she's celebrating her 10-year anniversary at Silver Shield, you can use my promo code, hashtag ToneX. You mm -hmm. can use hashtag ToneX right now, ladies and gentlemen. And you can get 50% off of your installation fee. 50%, that is half, for those of you who are not that good at math, mm -hmm. that is half off <laughs> of your installation fee just by using my promo code. If you want to go to the website, you can go to Silver Shield dash security.com silvershield dash security.com go tonight look at the website mm -hmm. get you some peace of mind you can look at your home off the app on your phone the monitors in your home when your doors move all of that that you see with the other companies mm -hmm. you can go to silver shield security so make yeah. sure you go and check them out also make sure you go to grown fit wear yes yes com. I'm doing the navy blue and white. She's doing the royal blue and yes, white. Yes, I am. You we see it. We got to get Benny and his wife into some We got to get them in yeah. some grown fit. fit. But go to the website. We got new colors, V-neck tees and six new colors, six new colors for the track suits. Ladies, we have the two-piece athleisure sets that make any female's body look good. Good. And trust me, I know. Yolanda did the research. When you put these pants on, ladies, these tights. Makes she look good. That apple bottom jump out because I'm over in the South End and sometimes <laughs> Benny, I look out my window and I get so tired of seeing these white women do it like my 12 year old son so walking around with these damn tights on and carrying them dogs. I get sick of because you know what the outfit is, y'all. Y'all know what the outfit is <laughs> for the white women. It is the baseball cap, the tights, no socks, and dirty sneakers. And I'd be like, man, would you please wash? Yo, sneakers, man, before you come by this window, because you're dropping the property value right here at this window. At least the shoe with strings. Them dirty, at right. least the shoe strings. Put your shoe strings in and stop carrying them dogs. They got four legs. Why are you carrying Carry them the like dog. children? But ladies, it does something for you when you put on that grown fit ass mm -hmm. leader set. You can go work out in it. You can be casual in the mm -hmm. sneakers. You can put some heels on it. Step out of the club. Mm -hmm. I've seen it in action, and it's a good look. Also. On tomorrow night, it is our third week of doing what is called Speak Easy Wednesday over at 1501 South Mint. 1501 South Mint, we are bringing mm -hmm. a new vibe yes. into the South End. Music by the Million Dollar DJ. I'm hosting. The V5 is together. And tomorrow night, it is the Tiny Desk Concert Edition yes. with the artist called Phoenix. She's incredible. You want to hear her. Mm -hmm. You want to come out and vibe with us. Have you a drink mm -hmm. and get you... I have my own burger, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, we do. You better tell them about Get it, baby. Get you the Tone X Pesto Burger. You can ask Benny. Right now, him and his wife came out last week. Benny, is that Tone how X did you, Pesto Burger? How was that burger Pesto truth? Burger? Woo! Okay. Three words. Yeah. Okay. Delicious. All right. Wow. Give me a hand of applause. Hold on, hold on. Yes. The bring them bells. So um, and we gotta shout out Chef Jewel for that. We got she to is it. a it's alive if you want to follow she her. She had on a Instagram. big uh play in helping us transition into the plant based lifestyle. So this was 
you know, we loved our burgers and that type of thing. So this was something that her and Tone came up with. It really his creation. He wanted to taste this in his mouth. And she created it for it to be satisfying and fulfilling, whether you like meat or not. So if it tastes like that, I'm ready. Yeah, Listen, I know, right? What's up, you. Tom Grant? Thank you and for joining you, the show. That's where you come get it. You come get it at yes. 1501 on Wednesday until we expand. Mm-hmm. And it ain't no telling where you'll see it. But it's fresh. It's so good. It's the Tonex Pesto Burger. Come out tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. 8 p.m. is where the vibe starts. And one last thing before we get back into it real quick. Next Thursday night. Yeah. Next Thursday night at Stats. It is Laugh It Up Thursdays. We're following up Carlos Miller with a comedian that's cut from the same cloth. You can mm-hmm. see this comedian on the 85 South Show episode, All Death Digital on Roast Battle. Mm-hmm. His name is Chris Set It Off Jones. Set It Off. From the ATL. He's one of Yolanda's favorites, but he is hella funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Built from the same cloth. If you mm-hmm. in the building, you a part of his show. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you in the building, just like Carlos, yeah. you are a part of his show. So make sure you go to YSProsNT.com. And real quick, Yolanda, I have a PSA. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Ryan Davis, uh-uh. uh, my funny nephew. And he was talking about how a lot of times we don't like to go support comedy mm-hmm. because we're not familiar with mm-hmm. the comedian. Mm-hmm. And it's not about being familiar or knowing the comedian. That's popularity. Right. It's about going and getting that release that we all need and we only do it once a month. But laughter is still the best medicine. I remember Ryan saying, the people that you don't know mm-hmm. a lot of times are some of the funniest comedians that you will ever see. Absolutely. But you won't go because you don't know them. And I always say, just because you don't have 100,000 followers, that don't mean you're funny. Right. That means you're popular. Right. right. That ain't got nothing to do with what you do on stage. Mm-hmm. Every comedian that I bring, I've got a personal relationship with because I've been doing it almost 30 years. And I know that every comedian that come to Laugh It Up Thursday, they are funny. And they love the craft. And they love to make you laugh. And they're going to do their thing when they come. So we got to get past this. Well, I don't know him. I ain't seen him on this. So and so and so on. It's more comedians yeah. in the world with just, than just a 20. Yeah. That you know. And anyone right. who has ever come to a Laugh Up Thursday show know that it's a quality show. Right. And so it's, it's a whole def- energy. Yeah. Club. It, right. From, From the, the, the beginning band, to the end. To, to Tab, mm-hmm. to me hosting, mm-hmm. to the food, to the, pe- to the drinks, drinks, to the people, the even on the audience. And it's grown, man. Mm-hmm. We have a great time. Mm-hmm. So do not let that stop you. Right. Or I don't know him. I'm telling you. Get your tickets. We're going to let you know him. And That's the what we're doing. We I told people about Carlos Miller eight years ago when I bought him for my birthday. And Amazon. looking now. And they was like, who is Carlos Miller? Miller? And I said, if you don't come see him, right. I'm telling you right now, right. he about to be out of here. And now look. Come on now. And now look. And that's what we saying about Phoenix. If you don't come see Phoenix tomorrow at Speakeasy, mm, now Speak look. Speakeasy Wednesday at 1501. And if you don't come see, set it off next Thursday. Chris Jones. Mm. All right. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. When we were talking about his new location. Yeah. And we wanted to go into real quick. How did you get to your new location? Yes. And tie it in when you say you don't like except no for an answer. Right. And you got very vocal. You sure did. Somebody, somebody put your somebody black king you. hat on and went somebody up in there on him, didn't you? I never, t- I never take that hat off. I know that's right. I Keep it on at all times. Steal it. Yeah. Right. Look like it ain't too many times the light-skinned guys get vocal. Hey, hey, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> what you do? So, he with the beer gang, though, so you can tell that's how he different. He got yeah, that beer gang, yeah. and he got it 
It's the ombre. It goes from the dark to the gray. That's what we like, call the ombre. Like they think when they do that on your nails, they call it that ombre. Uh, you know I'm going to go ahead and finish with I know wifey. I already got bentala. I know wifey likes that ombre. Bentala. Bentalia. No, ain't no bentalia. I put, I put the it's, ilia it's on it. It's bentala. Bentala. I keep okay. telling you that. Bentala. Hey, 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 it almost hey, sounds like look. Allah. Bentala. Be careful with my name in your mouth. Now. <laughs> See? Hello, right? I told you, lights can't. I know. Like they different. So, Tell us how you got over there. So when, like, when I saw that, it, it wasn't my business <laughs> was to go to work out in that area. Um, so there, there's a South End meeting. There's a South End community meeting mm-hmm. with people that live in there and business owners. Anybody can come to it. Then there's a South End meeting for business owners. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like making my point that day. It was I was in my feelings, you know, about the situation. So mm-hmm. I made sure that I made that meeting that day. Right. And so I'm in there and I'm just kind of talking my talk mm-hmm. and um, just saying that I hear you when you say that you're here to help the small businesses, mm-hmm. but I don't see you. Right. Like, like there's certain ones, let's say with um, Center City. Mm. Um, there's certain ones in there that have helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely, you know, give them a shout to that. Yeah, and Center City is good about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's places out there. There's... Um, uh, things that are supposed to be in place for us as far as business owners that right. aren't really for us. Right. You know, um, but so I'm in there, I'm talking my talk and I'm in my feelings and I'm just like, you know, it doesn't make any sense because I've been in this building for 13 years. I am not like rent is paid. There's no issues in my spot. Right. Everything is in upstanding. order. And I bring business in here. Right. For mm-hmm. other businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and now you're telling me that basically you don't want me in here. Right. You know, so I get on my stool and I say what I need to say. And then after the meeting, um, these two ladies came up to me that they have their own business as well. Mm-hmm. One of them was just talking about, um, like, hooking me up with uh, her broker mm-hmm. so that I could, they could help me look for some stuff. Mm-hmm. The other one, um, Sherry, came up to me. And uh, she owns uh, Rejuvenate. Um, And she said, I heard you talking about, um, you know, your issue and the cost and everything. She said, I think I might have a spot for you. Now, does Sherry look like me or look like someone else, another? Her name is Sherry. (laughs) Well, I know some black Sherry. No, no, her name is Sherry. I know some black Sherry. And she was in the meeting. And you, okay. (laughs) But I'm speaking up because I I Don't like that. that. I think that's good. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's sometimes what you need is someone who heard you and who understands. That's the beauty of the story. You. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and so, so, I'm my company is Ben Tala. Mm-hmm. People may not say it, but they know it. Yeah. You know, and I know there's a lot of people in South End. They know who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, and they know what my business is. They may not acknowledge, acknowledge it. it mm-hmm. right. You know, but that's it. Doesn't matter to right. me. Right. Because I can't say that same, but um, <laughs> yes, you can. This is going to make conversations. You can say you what can you want to say. It. It. I don't yes. care, but I, nah. that's right. Um, Use your discernment. Yeah. So anyway, she said, you know, come check her spot out. She mm-hmm. says it's a little smaller than 
what I had, but you know, I heard what you were saying and feel some kind of way. So I go in, I check it out. And now I had put in, I had gone to maybe like three other businesses mm-hmm. um, or places. And one I wanted to try and buy, but you know, they weren't trying to sell it to me. Right. Another one, the renovation on it was going to cost me so much. Yeah, it didn't you know, make because sense to buy it. South End has exploded. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's, it's exploded. And what I mean by that is it's damaged in a way because uh-huh. it's not South End. Mm. It is corporate. Mm-hmm. And it is. Yeah. Um, right. They're not really getting the communities. Yeah. That. Yeah. But it's, it's um, chains. It, yeah. So, so when you look at, when you look at certain places and you go, okay, well, this is, let's, let me just pull the name out. Um, Barcelona's. Mm-hmm. One of my, f- I like that spot actually. <laughs> Barcelona Wine Bar. You should feel shameless. Yeah, you should. Well, uh, well, uh, what? You should. I, I, I ain't seen shame. you in my spot yet. See, I'm coming. No, it's too late. I'm, I ain't no, there no more. Watch. I'm, well, I'm <laughs> ain't coming there to the new spot. I was there. I'm yeah. coming to the new he spot. He was there. <laughs> Almost two hours. I was there. Almost two hours. I'm coming to the new spot. As a matter of fact, we was over in a whole other country. We right. Was Y'all were in Costa Rica. <laughs> right. right. We was all in the back. <laughs> gone. Talking. We about to do the frog. Exactly. But, you know, it's like, but she, we talked and I went over there and looked at her spot and it worked out perfectly. And, mm-hmm. and the reason that that happens is because of faith. Mm-hmm. It's not like I could say all day, mm-hmm. I do my due diligence mm-hmm. and I stay on track and it's me, me, me. But it's it's never been That's me. It's a different frequency. It's, yes. a, it's, it's a whole different world. But because my energy is right, mm-hmm. you always going to feel it when I walk around. Energy. You know? Yeah. 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 And it, it has always been like that. Mm-hmm. You know, before I even knew it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but then becoming aware of it, it, and then I know how to take advantage of yeah. it. And utilize and it when you need to. Talking that talk, ladies talking and gentlemen. We are talking that across that the water talk now. <laughs> that energy. Yeah, it, it is. But, like... It also brings stress, mm-hmm. you know, and it brings anxiety. Right. Cause, because I see it. Because to whom much is given, much is required. Yes. That's where that comes from to It's me. heavy, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I might get a little weary on it, but, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. So, you know, in saying that, you know, it's, it, it was supposed to happen that way. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is you get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even though the way they did it was wrong. It's almost like, in a you way... You might have needed that little yes, check. Yes. Self-check up from the yes. next in my In my entire working life, it has happened like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because people want to keep you, especially if you work and right. they know your skills, skills. they want to keep you around. Mm-hmm. But then things have to happen for you to move because sometimes the money's right, but the job's not right. And the situation or the energy or the environment yes, is right. Yeah, always. What does that sound like? That sounds like... V1019. Yeah, yeah, it does, baby. It, it sounds it, just like that. You 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 forced to move because he moves you. Yeah. Yeah. And you've gotten comfortable. And yes. you're like, man, I can be here for ten more years yeah. doing yes. this and I'm cool with it. Right. And you be like, that corporate bullshit yeah. that gets on my nerves doesn't get on my nerves enough to not let me want to talk to the people. Right. And then he says, Hey, you ain't going to see what's going on over here because you locked in over here. And there's more to you than what's, what's over here. Mm-hmm. Yes, this chapter, way more. This chapter is mm-hmm. done over here. Mm-hmm. And you over there playing. Come on now. And not even giving the people here. what 